You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. So welcome everyone to another episode. Today we have a really special guest, uh, Shree Samuels. She is an amazing woman. Um, so if you are looking for a role model, you want to look to this gal right here because she's the founder of the popular uh, Fitspiration blog, uh, Funeral for My Fat, and published author of A Funeral for My Fat, My Journey to Lay 100 Pounds to Rest. She's amazing. She was featured on the cover of People... Uh, profiled again in People for the magazine's Half Their Size, The Ultimate Diet Guide, um, and then has also been featured on Good Morning America, E! News, Extra, and OMG Insider. Uh, Sheree is now a school psychologist and lives with her husband in Marysville, Washington, and also competed for Mrs. Washington not too long ago, which we'll get into in a second here, but Sheree, thanks for being on today. Yeah, thank you. I am honored to be here. Great. Well, hey, you know what? We really just want to dive in because I know when people hear this title that I'm going to put on this episode, they're going to be like, "What? how did this gal lose over 100 pounds? They're struggling to lose just one pound. And um, I mean, there's so much more to it than just losing weight. I know your real goal is to help people get healthy on the inside. And the, the weight is just a side effect of what's going on here. But Tell me a little bit, tell our, our viewers a little bit about your story with your struggles, with weight, where it kind of started and this, what kind of changed in you that led you towards this journey and the journey that led towards you losing over a hundred pounds? Yeah. Well, um, to start, I, uh, I never, when I was growing up, never remember being below 200 pounds, um, I mean, as long, as far back as I can remember, I'd always been overweight and it really was hard for me because no one else in my family struggles with their weight. Uh, my sister, she's four years older than me, is beautiful and thin. My younger brother, you know, have, was blessed with a teenager boy metabolism. Both my parents were active and fit. Do you hate uh, my those dad people was, that were blessed with like yeah, the I high know. metabolism yeah. and can do whatever? Yeah. Yeah, everyone in my family had that except me. And so eventually, I had always felt beautiful, always felt, you know, accepted and loved. Um, I never felt uh, not valuable, but I just never felt like me. Mm. And uh, when I graduated high school is when I hit my ultimate rock bottom and decided that enough was enough. I had tried Weight Watchers, failed, gained back all the weight I had lost and then some. So my rock bottom was uh, 256 pounds. And I remember crying with my mom. I felt so just discouraged. And that's when I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm 18 years old. I need to take charge of this. And so I did. And it didn't happen overnight. Um, It took five years for me to feel like I had reached a goal weight. And then since then it has just been about staying within a healthy weight range. 
Absolutely. Now, like you said, when you hit rock bottom for you, and so you mentioned the weight. I mean, you were at your heaviest for you when you hit yeah. that, it sounds like. But what what were you going through mentally, socially? I mean, were there multiple facets to what you what made you finally, in your mind, hit rock bottom? Yeah. I mean, for me, being 18, feeling like I was stuck in a body that I wasn't supposed to be in, that I wasn't you know, I didn't look like I belonged with my family. I have um, all the support of both of my parents, um, all the financial means to do all these different programs and be involved in all these gyms. And I was just sabotaging myself. So for me, it was just that realization, like, you're an adult now by society age standards, I need to act like one. Um, So I just made that really mature moment of like, you're not a kid anymore. And this isn't going to get any easier if I don't do something now. So for you, then it sounds like it wasn't that this was this special thing, this resource that you had, it was just mm-hmm. this mindset change. And so for you, do you yeah. think if you would have had like all the, I mean, it sounds like you, did you have all these resources of personal trainers, whatever you want, but if you think if you would have had yeah. those things five years earlier, do you think it would have made a difference? I don't think so. Cause I did have all that. I had a personal trainer. I had multiple gym memberships. I was, you know, a member of Weight Watchers and you know, it, it was, I just wasn't going to change until I decided that I was going to change. No, that's the, that's um, the truth, right? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I see so many patients even that they don't, they have all the resources, right? They know what to do. Yeah. They know McDonald's bad, salad good. You know, they have the, the means to maybe have the trainer. And not that you even need a trainer to lose weight, but you know what I mean? They just have all this abundance, but it's not until they something clicks inside of them. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. aha. And then you see them like two years later and you don't recognize them because they've lost all this weight. And mm-hmm. you're like, well, what was it? And like, they're like, I don't know. I just decided enough was enough. And yeah, yeah that's awesome. You made that change. What for you, what was the biggest struggle for you throughout that weight loss journey? Um, so I think there are two things. There's like the physical aspect, what I had to do on the outside to make the change and then the inward part. So the outside was really understanding food was the hardest thing for me. Um, what worked for me was going vegan. Um, it's been 10 years since I've gone vegan and I love it changed my life, but that doesn't work for everybody. Um, I would never tell someone to go vegan for the sole purpose of losing weight. Um, that's just a way of eating that kept me, um, healthy. And then the internal part that was the hardest was understanding it's not going to happen overnight. I didn't get to be 256 pounds in two weeks, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to lose 120 pounds in two weeks. Um, like I said, it took me five years and that can be really scary for a lot of people. And for me, I just had to accept it's going to take time, but as long as I'm moving in the right direction, that's what matters. Absolutely. Now I know for you, you, you took five years to do that, which is great. And some people might think like, well, I want to do it in a a year or I want to do two years. Did you have that goal from the beginning? Like, okay, you're like, okay, from in five years, I want to be a hundred pounds lighter or what was your goal process going through that? I'm assuming it just didn't happen. Yeah, no, I didn't set out to take that long to lose it. Um, ultimately I think just life happens and I got comfortable at certain weight points and, um, 
whether it be I stopped being as dedicated as I needed to be. Um, All through that time, I was in college. I was studying abroad um, at all these big life changes that I was going through. And um, my weight just kept slowly coming off. And eventually I looked back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I had lost all that weight. Like I didn't even notice it really because like the time's going to pass anyways. So I just kept staying consistent, but I did not set out to take five years to lose it. Well, I think that's so important for people to understand is everyone's journey is different, right? Yeah. And so, you know, for one person, they might be able to do it in eight months and then one person that might take 10 years um, yeah. but the, the fact that I, I love about what you did is you were just consistent. You know, you had mm-hmm. a plan, you did it, you weren't perfect all the time, no. and, which is just human because none of <laughs> us are perfect, right? Like they think like, oh, Sheree, she lost 100 pounds. She must be perfect at her nutrition and this and <laughs> oh, always far. works out. Yeah, <laughs> right? And it's like, you know, it's cool because one thing I, I love about you, and I know this is one of the key reasons why you lost what you did is that you're okay with making yourself uncomfortable and and pushing yourself a little bit further. Like this year, I think for you, uh, was, I think, I mean, this might be just an average year for you. I'm not sure. I haven't known you your whole life, but, (laughs) but I mean, you did some pretty amazing things that have really stretched your, your personality, your comfort levels, your uh, everything from the half marathon that you did yeah that was pretty awesome so like what was your what was your reasoning behind doing that because i don't even want to run more than 100 yards at a time 13 (laughs) miles um yeah i surprisingly enough hate running and in my book i have a whole chapter dedicated to my hate of running Mm. and for me it was that mental like you gotta do something you don't like just because of that discipline it takes to get you there Mm mm-hmm So now that I do have, you know, developed fitness habits and exercise is easier for me, um, I'm able to do things I don't like doing for the sole purpose of the mental discipline to push through it. I do not recommend that to people who are just starting out to do something they hate doing. Um, That was a, a skill I've developed over time. But Oddly enough, I absolutely loved running that marathon, half marathon, and I do want to train for a full now. Oh, cool. Yeah. When's your, when's your expected date to try that? I don't know. Probably next summer, I think would be a good time. Give me a year to, to build up for that. I was really sore after the half for like a week. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. Well, I remember, you know, Deidre did the same. My wife did the same one with you, right? And you guys ran together. She was walking like an old lady for like a couple of days after that. Cause it was her yeah. first too. Yeah, that's, that's great. You guys, you got Hey, if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. That's great. And then the other thing you did too, to stretch yourself too, was you competed in the Mrs. Washington pageant mm-hmm. this year too, which I mean, for most women, that's probably a really scary thing to do. I mean, you're putting yourself out there on a stage, making yourself vulnerable in a swimming suit, yeah. no less. Right. So talk to us about that. Like what was, what made you want to do it? What was your mindset going into it? What did you want to accomplish from doing that? Yeah. So I had been doing bikini competitions, um, for the past three years and I absolutely loved it, but it's a very, um, vanity sport, which is fine. And I enjoyed it, but the sole purpose was how well you look from the shoulders down um, low body fat percent. So every time I was prepping for a show, I was still sharing my weight loss story. 
And um, it was my husband that recommended considering looking into some other type of competition that was more full person. What else are you doing? You're doing all these extra exciting things. You know, you're a school psychologist, you're an author, but all these judges care about is how low your body fat percent is. So that's when I discovered the pageant and um, my mom had actually competed before I was even born. She competed. Mrs. Washington. Yeah. And, um, it is. So I just started looking into it and really liked it. And, um, in terms of my physical prep, I went with one of my bikini coaches to, um, get me back to a solid lifting routine. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I just had to do a lot of workshops on self-development, um, conveying, you know, how, In the real world, you have hours to win over someone and tell them how amazing you are. Uh, In a pageant, you have four minutes with each judge in order to convey why you should be the winner. Not very much time at all. No, that was the most stressful part for me. Um, I grew a lot. I learned some things about myself. I think uh, every woman should should stretch themselves and compete at least in something. Maybe not a pageant, but some form of competition that would encourage them to dig deep. Absolutely. So you did, so you didn't just try to prepare yourself physically, you were preparing yourself mentally as well. Yeah. Um, I think I focused more on that than I did the physical aspect. Um, just because that you, when, if you win a pageant, you're the brand, um, you know, you're the spokesperson for the brand and I had never done something like that before. And, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Learned a lot about myself. Would highly recommend it. Awesome. Are you gonna? Are you planning on doing it again? What's? Are you planning on doing other pageants? What's? what's so I I'm a planner. I don't like to jump into something without feeling like I can give it my all. So I don't want to. The idea, yeah, sounds fun, but realistically, I need to sit down and and really consider. It, what I want to do again, what would be my purpose for doing it again? I don't like to jump into something without a lot of thought. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've, so how long have you kept the weight off for now? How many years? Um, it has been almost six years. Almost six years. So that's awesome. So what's been your biggest motivator in keeping the weight gone? Um, I love how I feel. Um, and I mean, it changes all the time because I consider reaching my goal weight um, when I went and had my skin removal surgery. And um, even then, my doctor told me now it's just going to be about maintaining a healthy weight range. So I've completely shifted, you know, my idea of what number I want to see on the scale every time I step on it and just accepting that like some days you're going to weigh this and some days you're going to weigh that. And when I'm competing and, you know, whether it be a pageant or a bikini show, I weigh a lot different than when I'm just, you know, my regular self and my exercises and things like that. Um, but how I feel, I, I love how I feel now. Um, that's my motivation. Absolutely. So like when you're, when you feel better, what does that do for you? Um, I feel like I'm my best self. I'm able to uh, just have more clarity in other aspects of my life, whether it be relationships, my work. Uh, when I don't feel good about myself, I'm not very fun to be around. Um, <laughs> I, 
Yeah. So, I mean, when I eat healthy, I feel healthy. When I eat like crap, I feel like crap. So. No, absolutely. That's so, that's so crucial to people to just have their, you know, their motivator and everyone's motivator is different. Right. Yeah. And so that's for you and you know, someone else that might be, I don't know, they want to be an example for their kids or their Mm -hmm. nieces and nephews, or they want to be able to enjoy their retirement when they get older because we see right now five out of six Americans being diagnosed with heart disease and cancer. And I always ask people this one simple question, which is, would you rather take the time to prevent a disease or the time it takes to overcome one? And yeah, the, an- the answer absolutely. is always, well, take the time to prevent it, right? Mm-hmm. But then everyone's got to take that action behind it. And that's where so many people fail because they don't really have a big motivator like what you're talking about. You know, it's like, it's, it's superficial. It's at the surface for them. And, and it's different for everyone's deep. Why is a little bit different, but at the end of the day, like yours is, yeah, I feel better, but your bigger why as you got deeper into it was, Hey, I want to be better in my relationships. I know I'm a happier person to be around. It influences other areas of my life. And I want to be that light for people. Um, Versus like someone who's just like, oh, I just want to look good in a bikini for next summer. Or, you know, I just want to fit back into those jeans for my 10-year class reunion so I can show my boyfriend or girlfriend that, you know, (laughs) they really missed out, you know. And so, you know, those things will help us lose weight, but it's usually temporary. It's not going to be five years, six years like what you're doing. So I think that's awesome um, that you've really anchored to that as well. Um, My other question for you is, you know, really – Right now, people are listening. They're like, wow, so great. Sheree, she lost this weight. Um, now she has trainers that can help her and this and that. But, hey, I'm this person who has no resources. Um, I, don't, I can't get it to a gym. I don't have, um, you know, someone that can plan my meals for me or whatever. Like, what's just some advice to people who are looking to change their either physical body or just their overall health status to get them feeling better? Like, what are just some key things that, you did, do you think it would just make a, the biggest impact for him? That's a great question. Um, because when I started, I was a poor college student, so I didn't have a lot of the resources I have now. Mm. Um, what worked, I had to find something I enjoyed, um, both in food and both in exercise. And for exercise for me, that was Zumba. Um, mm. I, that's just the exercise that got me excited to work out. So I think it's important for people to find something that they are excited to do um, for a form of fitness. So whether it be walking or jogging, the elliptical, different group fitness classes, um, find a blogger online that posts workouts that you like. There are tons of fitness um, individuals that post their workouts for free. So find someone who you like and follow them. Um, and then Absolutely. do the same for food. Find a type of eating that is addresses your problem area. So understanding, you know, I eat a lot of fast food. Okay, so what's a form of lifestyle way to eat that would limit my fast food, but then also speaks to you. So I wasn't a huge right. fan of meat and dairy. It was easy for me to cut someone whose sole purpose is bacon. Like, I don't think going vegan, they would get a sense of fulfillment. So those are my tips. Understanding who you are and then just finding the healthy version of that. That's awesome. You know, and that would be me. I would be the bacon person. (laughs) I'm a carnivore. I I couldn't do it. But yeah, it's like, 
I, I love that there's so many ways that you can lose weight. Yeah. You can be the person that goes vegan like yourself, loses uh-huh. weight. Do it the healthy way. It works great. Um, they're going to become a person that can still have their meat and do it too. Or, you know, mm-hmm. this is, you know, people will try to get too complicated sometimes. And at the end of the day, there's just some simple God given principles that are put on this earth that allow us to reach our fullest potential through our health. And, you know, it's like, Hey, put natural things into our body, things that God put on this earth, right? Try to stay yeah. away from the man-made stuff. Just, you know, mm-hmm. having that action plan. So I think, um, those are awesome tips you gave us for sure. And I think everyone could just benefit from just applying even just one of those. They probably make some kind of change, some kind of gain or loss, mm-hmm. however you want to look at it. Right. <laughs> right. In their life for sure. So, um, and then one question I always ask all my guests, which I think is, is a key question because everyone's response is a little bit different, which is what does reaching your fullest potential mean to you? Um, for me, that means living, um, the life that I feel God intended me to live. Um, I'm using my gifts to, sorry, my phone's going off. I thought I put it on silent. How embarrassing that I'm using the gifts that God gave me to, um, to change my life and then change the lives around me. Um, I think that it's important for people to understand what their gifts are, what they're good at, what mm-hmm. their talents are, and they can find a purpose in sharing those with other people. And for me, um, that's been sharing my weight loss journey, um, how I overcame those struggles. Cause I didn't have someone like me when I was losing mm-hmm. weight and, Um, I want to be that person for someone who is feeling the exact same way I felt at my rock bottom. That's great. I love it. That's, that's amazing. And, and so what are like, how are some ways that people can get resources from you? Maybe like listen to your journey, maybe get your book. Um, how can they find you or follow you? Yeah. So I have, um, my author website, shereesamuels.com. That's where you can purchase my book. Um, straight from the publisher, or you can find it at, you know, Walmart, Barnes and Noble, it's on Amazon, Target, all those places. Um, you can, I do have a YouTube channel. I don't update it as much because I just am busy, but I do have a YouTube channel. Funeral for my fat is my username. Um, I am very active on Instagram. Um, that's where I post my day to day stuff, you know, fitness and non-fitness alike. I recently just got back from Hawaii. So I have some vacation pictures up there. Um, I do have a Facebook page, uh, funeral for my fat. Um, and then my blog where it all started is, um, a funeral for my fat.com and that's through Tumblr. Um, and people can go back and, and see how it all started. It's awesome. I mean, it was, it's an amazing journey and I definitely encourage you guys to go out there and, and read Cherie's book and, and understand her process and her journey because it just might be that thing that clicks for you. You know, you mm-hmm. might hear, hear me talk about certain things that we help our patients with and losing weight and everything else, but it might not connect with you for some reason or it might not click with you and, and Cherie's journey might just be that thing that clicks for you and it's, a, it's the final final pillar that's going to help you to stand on a solid foundation and start to make these changes and lose the weight and feel great. Just like she was talking about. So you can be your fullest person, you know, you can reach your fullest God given potentials. And so that's awesome. So 
Katrina, now looking forward here. We've got just a few seconds left. I mean, what is what's your outlook here? Five, let's say ten years from now, where do you want to be um, influencing people? Um, ten years from now, I uh, you know plan on having kids, having a family, and I would like to take that next chapter of um, being healthy and being active as a mom. Um, I've, that's something I have never done. So I would like to, uh, have that challenge and, um, and see how I'm going to handle it and then inspire other people to be healthy and active as mom. Absolutely. The ultimate role model right there. Well, I know you will crush it. So awesome. Well, hey, thanks for being on Sheree. We appreciate you. You're an inspiration to everyone. So thank you. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.